0: What's up, gang? Thanks for joining me here in uh, Dallas, Texas. So I got to make sure I represent the buc out here in Texas. Here for uh, a month, man, here for a month, but then I go into North Carolina this weekend for a little bit of stuff. So on the road, actually did some trading today. Didn't go great. I just took a small loss. We'll talk about it later, Um, but back in the groove a little bit. I'm actually annoyed. I recorded this episode on Sunday, Monday, actually, Monday. And there were some issues with my recording software to where the screen share wasn't working. So, excuse me, I was annoyed, had an episode all done, and then had to wait two more days. So here we are, coming in late. Sorry about that. I'll make sure to do another episode this weekend, probably from North Carolina, um, going over some more stuff. But that being said, hopefully we have all of the level stuff figured out. And I brought my microphone. I brought all my actual stuff, but I just... um, It was pissing me off. I wanted to make sure we got this done. So I'm just going with the AirPods right now. So shouldn't be good audio, shouldn't be any issues, but we'll be able to do more stuff now with the screen recording. Um, So before we get into some charting stuff, let me just talk about some things I wanted to talk about. Big money appears to be coming in and buying the dip. I mean, we've had a nice little relief rally the last couple of days here, um, which is understandable and should be expected at this point. The S&P 500 had the first had like the most consecutive down quarter since 2008. September this this last September was the last wait September yeah last September it's October now September was the worst month for markets since in like 20 years something like that. So I think some things are grossly oversold. Some of these tech stocks are pricing in like zero growth. So like some of the stocks we talked about like some of these like chip sector stuff. Um, I know I've talked about Google and Amazon, like, yeah, they're going to slow down, but they're not going to cut down by 60%. And a lot of these companies too are like cutting down staff, but their margins aren't changing. So they're saving money on employees, but they're still making good margins. So I definitely think it's an overreaction to everything. uh, And that's being, I I guess, reflected right now with some of the buying that's been happening the last couple of days. Um, you know, from a long-term perspective, do you, do you have my full approval to come in and start buying heavy on the dip? hey, do what you want. I mean, I think this is a good price to start coming in at. I think we still have a little bit more of a leg down to go. I just think we're going to have a nice little month of October coming up to this election. That's usually what happens. I kind of was expecting that all along. September is traditionally a bad month anyways. We had a bad month, but we should have a nice fourth quarter. Who knows? But like I said, we're going to play it either way um, when it comes to trading options on it. But as far as long-term investing, I'm trying to build up cash for the rest of the year. And I'm going to probably go in heavy after the election. We'll see what happens there. Um, but I think we're going to have a nice little pop-up this next month or so. And so, you know, treasury yields are cooling off a little bit. S&P has still lost a ton of its value this year. I'm not really buying into a ton of the pops right now as far as, like, the market pops. I think we still, yeah, I still think we have another leg down. We'll see what the rest of the week holds. You know, uh, on some of these weekly charts, we are looking like some more sell-ups. Sell setups are developing again, but... If this week is banging and into next week, that'll throw that thesis out of the gate. Um, let's see. Tesla missed on deliveries. Stock kind of aided a couple of days ago. I think, what, Monday? Tesla talk, stock took a nice hit. They missed on deliveries, supply chain issues, just like everybody. Who cares? Take us an opportunity to buy the dip. I mean, that's what a lot of analysts came in after the fact and said. I've been saying it for forever. Um not much more there. Uh, I still don't have any Netflix stock. I know Netflix is having a nice little uh, comeback. When you look back at Netflix, what it went down to like 170, 160. Let me see if I have it exactly. Um, I don't have it on this chart or on this ticker. I'm going to just pull it up right here real quick. Netflix stock. Yeah, 162.71. Wow, that's bonkers. Versus 700. So at 236, 73, you know, again, I, this is what we said before, like Netflix is here to stay. Like it's not going to go back to 700 tomorrow, but things like the Dahmer series reaffirms my my belief behind it being a household thing. Like some 180 million people watch that Dahmer series. That's like, what, two thirds of the country? That's crazy. That's better than like Super Bowl ratings for like a 10 episode long and they're 50 minute episodes on like a serial killer. That's pretty bonkers. So just kind of show the strength of Netflix. How people still have it. They still have that. That they can still make that. Like, um, I'm trying to block the light a little bit with my head. <laughs> they can still make that. Those kind of like those viral shows, those viral moments, like like Tiger King, that kind of thing. Tiger King, Stranger Things, The Crown, when when Queen Elizabeth passed, is still blowing up. I know season whatever the next season's coming out pretty soon here. Um, so they're not going anywhere. And by the way, the Dahmer series is good. Everyone comes talking about great how Evan Peters is. I'm not saying he's good, but Nisi Nash is like super great in that show she plays his neighbor and i've low-key had a crush on her since like reno Nine One One days you know she's a sassy busty black lady i'm all about it um and she was hilarious on reno but to see her take this role of like like evan peters being a creepy guy it's like that's what he does like that's what i'm not saying it was it was so great i'm not saying i'm sitting here i'm better than him or anything like that but it's just it wasn't i wasn't as impressed as like nash her performance you know i'm used to seeing her being like a comedic actor Seeing her in reno she was brilliant in this, like a lot of emotional scenes, heavy stuff. She was really good, so I'm I'm hoping that she gets some recognition. I did see some tweets that kind of said similar things that were like, "Hey, forget about Evan Peters, look at this," and so I kind of agree with that. So check it out; it is good considering the subject matter. It's well done, well made. It kind of reminds me of the um, the People versus O.J. Simpson. If you watch that show in FX redid that, People versus O.J. kind of reminds me of that, where it's a good historical retelling of something through this uh this this show this like fiction not fiction show but like i don't know it's not real life right there but not a documentary either it's a like a live action retelling um so good stuff um let's get into some of the stuff that i wanted to do with uh sharing the screen on the charts that's kind of like again nothing too exciting overall on like a general investing perspective i do think again i'm going to reiterate that i think a lot of tech is oversold doesn't mean we still have doesn't have more to go down, but I think your upside is much more clear than your downside right now. Yeah, you're just like when we when we look, I look at some options trade. It's like risk reward. Like what's the what's the downside? What's the upside? So like yeah, you can come in and start buying buying the dip, and it could still go quite a bit lower. But I mean, some of these stocks, how much more lower they gonna go? You know, so uh take that approach to it but yeah let's look at some chart stuff real quick since we know how to do screen share now let me make sure i get this going i'm going to share my screen get this tab up here along with audio share all right that should be working all right so you should be able to see my screen now um and actually i want to talk about a thing before i get into the levels stuff i i, I deal with i wanted to mention this algo the viper algo on the Trades discord I know you can get it you can get a discount and I believe it's about forty-seven bucks a month, maybe less. Normally it's like sixty dollars a month to have access just to this algo. So pretty crazy. I'm not exactly sure exactly what it's using to calculate all this, like how they're I'm not a I'm not a coder, I'm not a nerd like that. So I don't know exactly what but as you look through here, it's it's nailing these signals, right? So if you want to blindly just if you don't want to learn as much and you kinda just want to get in and follow an algorithm. I mean, here you go. This is the one. This is it. This is uh, looking at an S and P five hundred chart. Let's look at a Tesla chart. You got the count as Twitter, LinkedIn here. What's time stamped on some of these as well. So, just another thing that you have offered to you in the Counter Trades Discord, which again you get half off to listening to this podcast. You can uh, get a half off membership your first month. Makes it like th- thirty five versus seventy. Again, those links are always in this podcast episode or podcast description. So check that out but kind of just a neat way if you want to maybe do some, if you don't have as much time or you just want to, you want to get into trading, but not be as active. And uh, this is something you can get into. Um, So yeah, there's that, I just wanted to share that with you. Now let's go over to what I've been dealing with, my level system. So here we go, let's pop on over. I'm gonna pull up the weekly chart first on some of these, but just as we're looking, just here, you look in this column. This is kind of what I look at for options. So I don't trade all these all the time, obviously, but these are just some of the, the ones I like to look at. Um, and why I like them is I'm familiar with a lot of them. A lot of them are in my long term portfolio. Some are not, but I just know how these move. Not, not, not exactly, but I'm familiar with them, I should say. So Tesla, Square, Amazon, AMD, ES500 futures. Um, I, I use this because I just noticed a lot of traders using this as a, a, a barometer to what's going to happen that next day. So I started i started making levels from it using it as a a guide um google airbnb lululemon spy which i'm a spy hater as i've said before and i traded some spy today to no success so i continue to be a spy hater netflix crowdstrike nvidia apple these are all nice ones and there's some other ones i don't trade as well i need to get better about trading in other sectors i know that's um when it comes to trading options i know that some advice i've, I've received is you know trade across multiple sectors not just one so um, but anyways, here looking at let's at spy on the week, these are weekly charts. So one thing that we like to look for is pullbacks within a downtrend, sell setups and buy setups. So right in this area, we're looking like we have a nice, these are a couple of sell setups. So here's one, we have a downtrend, two, three weeks downtrend, a big bullish week here. That kind of get, and then once we see this bar close past a green one, the sell setup is confirmed, you can enter in a short position, and then bam, you got three weeks of down pressure here. And so it's starting to happen again. You know, this week is running up high, but if we get a big smash down next week, it could be another leg down sell setup like we have just right up here. But at the moment, we're banging. And this this is kind of indicative, on, this, is more, this is on the SP500, but you'll kind of see this across the, a handful of charts right now. They're kind of all looking like this little less version of the same thing on Apple. Uh, I know Square had a really common one. Square was one I was looking at trading this week and I, I just missed it because I, what, two days ago when we had a big day, what big day on Tuesday, I, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I had a little too much to drink that night and I was a little late coming to the to the charts and I missed some action. So uh, regretted that one a little bit. Um, but same thing, downtrend, pullback, sell setup, downtrend, pullback. Let's we'll see if we'll have another sell setup here on the weekly charts with Square um, but let's break down kind of what I was looking at on spy this week or today at least I did I tried to short spy and I got I got out of the trade quick enough I was thinking we were going to go down I got out of it that's one thing I am happy with I lost a little bit of money not a lot I was down maybe like 20 30 percent nothing crazy it was a small amount of money so it's I was worth I was willing to do it but um Got out of the trade quick enough. And again, it's something I'm learning more and more is being able to get out of a trade at the right time. And I should have switched the position. I would have made money doing that. I just got out of the trade and limited my losses. So it is what it is. I'll take it. But here, let's look at it today. Um, if we're looking at the hourly chart, uh, where do we start here? Right about here. We started with this big slam down and then creeped all the way up today. So around this thirty-seven, three is where I was looking at it. We got the confirmed close here in the first hour of the day. And it was kind of around here when I was looking at it. So if we go into a 15-minute chart right here, for some reason I just have to like adjust. There we go. So we go to the 15-minute chart on today. Here's market open. The slam down went through. And then here's where I really thought this is why I got in it. We have a kind of a failure to go higher. I kept thinking. Like it's not, it kept rejecting this level at 372.37. So I was like, okay, we're just going to slam down at this point, like reject, reject, reject. And this candle, I thought it would keep dipping down. So I got in it. Once we got past this level, not even at 373, I think right in here, I got out of it. And I should have flipped the the position because once we broke this 372, right about once we broke it like solidly, because here it never did. It just wicked up. Once we stopped, like confirmed, got through it, and this is the 15 minute candles. Once we confirmed, got through it, that's when you could have came in and bought calls here. And that would have been a nice trade for the rest of the day. I mean, SPY went all the way back into the green. You could have had a move from 373 north of that next level, 375, all the way up to 379, almost 378. That would have been an amazing trade. Great trade on the day. Um, I didn't make calls. I went short and limited my losses right here. So you see why. And I'm not, I don't beat myself up for it because I, I got into the trade for the right reason, but I also got out of the trade for the right reason. So although I didn't make money, I'm glad, I'm happy that I wasn't a degen and was like, no, I'm right. I'm going to hold it all day because now it'd be worth zero. It'd be worth nothing. There's no way it's worth anything right now. And unless tomorrow is something crazy on the downside, which I guess it could be. And I, I, I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying not to be like, I don't want to be down in contracts and be like, screw it. I'm holding it till tomorrow because I was wrong. And I just want to hold it until I'm right. I don't want to do that kind of stuff. So um, as soon as I realized that the trade wasn't working for me, I got out of it. Uh, Let's go at square here. What happened to my levels? Oh, hang on. Let me fix this. Okay. Again, here's square looking at the hourly chart. This was on, I believe... Tuesday? No, on Monday. Yeah, on Monday I was looking at this, thinking like and this is when I actually if the episode I recorded was was uh posted, I talked about this right I was like right around fifty-five, we'll see what happens. But you know, depending on where this opens the next day, uh we could be in for a nice little ride up, and then it gapped up above fifty seven, went all the way to that next level at sixty-three. And I mentioned that on that episode. Again, it, it was it's lost in the ether, but Thinking like, hey, if we break above 57, we're pretty clear all the way to 63. And that's exactly what happened. We opened, we gapped above on the open, which uh, gaps over a level are often stronger, even stronger than when we break through them with volume. So gapping over, bam, 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 all the way to 63. Tests the level perfectly, gets rejected. Now we kind of, I was looking at trading it today, but it was just kind of a no man's land. Square is kind of in no man's land right now. Is it going to go to 5734? Is it going to break back over 63? We don't know. So whatever we have, we don't know anything. We don't enter the trades. We don't know. So I was just looking at it. Um, but thinking the other day around here, like once we got past, like again, look at, we rejected this level, went down past it once. It's almost like the spy trade I was just looking at. Failure to go lower versus failure to go higher. Was trying to go lower, failed, 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 failed four times, and bam, took off. And the next day, gap up, boom, in business. This would have been a great trade. I didn't take it. Just pointing out how it would have worked. And again, what's nice about this system that I'm doing with levels is we're just setting levels. We look for trend-changing moments on the hourly when red goes to green. And once there's a date, once that, once there's a candle close through it, that end of the day, we close all the levels that are closed through with a bar. The wicks we don't care about. Hit the body, as our homie Jake Ricci says. Rake trades, you know, the the mastermind behind the level system, which I know I, he says all the time. He learned it from someone else. I learned it from him. So it's a never-ending uh, <laughs> loop, if you will. But I really enjoy this system because just like what happened with the spy trade, it's like, yeah, I was wrong, but I got out quickly. I didn't sit there waiting. And then when you do catch these weekly charts, you can, you can be ready for larger moves up. So – um, Let's see what they I'm, I'm not trying to think of what I'm going to do for the rest of the week on this. Um, let me just kind of see, I'll adjust some of these levels for tomorrow. So kind of, let's go through that and kind of remove some of these. As we're saying, remove remove levels as we close through them on the hourly. So we're going to keep, I'm going to keep both these here because we never get a candle close through them. We're coming up here, trend change there, but we did gap past this. So we're going to delete this one. We're going to delete this one. We'll leave these, come back down here, trend change, green to red. Just for example, I'll, I'll put it here, but I'm gonna delete it right away. But See, going green, so at this red, trend change, at the top of the red we'll put the line, the level, next candle, trend change, green, but it immediately closes to this next one, so bam, we're gonna delete it. I just really only put it there to show you how I look for those. Bam, 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 going up, level here, but it gets close through right away. So bam, next leg here. And I guess technically we put, put, could put a level right here, but it's a soft level. I'm going to leave it as is. I like the 62.99 better. It's already been tested twice. That's probably going to give us more of a more valid, a more valid level system. Um, and so when you look across, our next spot, 64, 67, and we got more all the way up. And I kind of probably could go through and clean up some of these, but you can see where like these bigger spaces are where you're going to find those better moves, right? Kind of give like me down here. Look at all this like range through this price. And then once it breaks up, you have more clean action in this area. Comes back down, ranges, breaks up. And that's the kind of stuff you wanted to catch. So I'm gonna look, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on that one tomorrow. Let's adjust. Uh, what else do I wanna look at tomorrow? Maybe some Amazon. Let's fix these levels if we can. So get rid of that one. Get rid of that one. Keep that one. Bam, set another one here. Another one here. Again, I'm going to delete some of these right away. Just kind of going through this process to to show. Another one here. Another one here. Again, a lot is going to be closed right away. There. Um, bam. You can already see even on a an hourly. And we always set the levels on hourly candles. You can tell here, it's already getting clunky. Like a lot of levels, a lot of levels. We're gonna clean up some right now. So here, this one and this one. And we kind of just move it to right about here. That gives us a little more clear. And this 118 level has been a level, like every time I go through and reset, this 118 number shows up. And you'll kind of notice that when you start trading certain stocks consistently, you'll be like, oh, this level again. You know, so when it breaks above or below with power, you're like, okay, for sure. I know this is gonna make some moves, so. um there's Amazon AMD I know has I got to reset all my levels on AMD because the ones that I had oh there we go all right let's just quick reset them I'm just gonna delete all these real quick because they're all getting closes through so we'll just go back down here kind of reset them so we got BAM Next one, BAM and I guess we could put one right here. But since it's so close, I'm just going to leave it at 64.45. And then we get another level up here. So there we go. I like that. I like some of these, like, wider windows. So that's AMD's is one I might look at tomorrow. And there was some positive news about AMD recently. So I could see this one gapping up tomorrow and just taking a run. We'll see. We'll see. Again, we'll see what happens. Um... Wonder how their weekly chart looks on this. Just like almost everything we're looking at. Sell setup. Sell setup developing. But again, this week is all green. So this the sell setup isn't really confirmed yet. So we could still see a lot of bullish price action the rest of the week. And in the next week, we could see it. If it does, it throws off the sell setup and brings in a new it brings in an uptrend. And then we can maybe look to look for a buy setup or same thing on the other side where we look for an uptrend and a pullback within an uptrend. So where would one be? Let's try to find one real quick. I guess technically right here, that's a small pullback though, but this is wrong uptrend pullback. So here you'd buy a call and then, um, so we'll, we'll look for a pattern like this over on this side. If it starts, if we get a couple of weeks of green, if we get a couple of weeks of green here, we can look for potential buy setups and that's where we can see larger moves um, across the board. So um set some spy uh media but yeah as you see me do these i'll start i'll start posting more of these levels in the cash pineapples channel um i'm trying to get in the routine of doing them every night just to add to my screen time that kind of thing and it's just a good practice to do you get used to seeing things you kind of get used to seeing some levels but what i like about this is you can get a lot better at seeing charts more clearly get better at seeing patterns you're not being bogged down by tons of indicators you're not being confused by like different things you're not you're not chasing different things. I will say what the level system is, you have to look to see if markets are trending or if they're ranging. I know it's something Jake Ricci always talks about. Is the market really moving with trend or is it just ranging? Ranging means they just chop. Are we actually making moves today or are we just choppy? Because if we're just choppy, it's not something we're totally interested in. You can come in and still play the system, but you have to just kind of take smaller gains. But when we're really moving with trend, that's when you can start picking up some big moves and some big, and some big big um, and some big gains from what I've noticed. So Going to continue to doing this. I hope the screen share helps. It definitely should. We'll definitely keep doing it more. I'm going to cut this one a little bit short just because I've had some issues with this Riverside app. I know it's really great, but I've had some issues with it doing the screen record. So I just want to make sure we get it done right. So I'm actually going to stop the screen share right now. Okay. Stop that now and then we will wrap this up. Make sure there's nothing else I'm missing here that I want to talk about. I don't believe that there is. Okay, guys. So, um, again, send me any messages. If you have questions, comments, concerns, anything I want to talk about, maybe charts specifically that you want me to talk about, check them out. Um, Check out the Countertrades Discord. Follow us on Instagram. All that bullshit. All this stuff will be in the description of the episode. So, again, check it out. Um, Thanks for hanging. We'll talk soon. Be safe. All right. Later.